Hello and welcome to Pish Talk. Right back in for another episode. Dave, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm wondering how our Patreon subs are. I'm talking about Ian Downey, Kirsty Bailey, Chris McCullough, Gordon Brown, Ben Wackett, Adam Wilson, Josman, Brian Smith, Daniel Bencourt, Jamie Flood, James Pointer. Oh, I can't do That was turning into tell me more when I come home. And I can't because... I thought that's what you were doing. Well, I've just done it again and we'll get done for uh, copyright. So oh. where did I get to? I got to James Pointer, didn't I? Will Edwards, David McCarthy, Ross Wilson, Jordan Schofield, Barry Crothers, James Weiss, David Thornton, The Concierge, Global Cameron, Corey Bauman, Lou Markham. There you go. Nice. I just killed my voice on um, last episode's uh, Kirk Van Houten there. <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling? Can I lend you a jar of love? <laughs> <sighs> Right, so we we had some uh, we had some insane news last time. We seem to always come back to these Gwyneth Paltrow candles, man. She's it's working. Dude, she's kind of easy. She's kind of an easy target. I when know. She's putting herself out there and going like, "Hey, have a fanny candle, eh?" Good lord. Yeah. When you we, when you, if that's what you're if that's what you're gonna do, then I mean you have to you have to be willing to take the slag. And I'm yeah. Sorry, and also, like last episode, if you are going to go to school dressed as your child, don't be upset when you're. But, when you get called out for it yeah don't be don't be pissed off when people go yeah that's highly dangerous and stupid like you have the freedom to do that you can do whatever you want to do but just don't be crying when you get called for your bullshit dude Oofed. what right okay i was gonna i was gonna go into some news there and i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna because you know you look at something you're like what the hell and then you read more and you're like nah that's that's not good <laughs> nah so, uh, oh, where are we? Where are we? You know what? Let's just chat. Let's just chat. I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing anything in the in the bizarre news that's uh, taking my fancy today. No, um, no, no. I'm trying no. to think of like, uh, I'm trying to think. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll tell you. Talking of like news, I'll tell you what. This, so the big uh, people are starting to gear up for uh, what appears to be what's going to be E3 this year, which I'm, I'm sure I'm pretty sure it's all going to be digital. E3 is going to be digital this year. Uh, big game and stuff. Are you you looking forward to anything? Anything you're you're? I, I mean, what are you waiting on, really? Do you have anything that you'd wait on or anything that you're into? Because I know that gaming wise, the only modern game you've really stuck time into really was Red Dead Two. Like, well, and Forza, and Rocket yeah, League, true. dude. Rocket League is amazing. Talk to me about it, man. Talk to me about Rocket League. It's dude. It's so good. It's just you know the people who are listening. If you play it, you know, you know. It's like, look, I like Forza, Ross likes FIFA, so put the two together, you got Rocket League. It's just, it makes you feel amazing when you're probably pish, but it's just, it so perfectly matches you up with people. So you just, you end up winning more than you lose. Like, that's the ah. first part, the way it's structured. If you start getting papped, you, you just get dropped down a division. Like, that's all that happens. Like, but it's like very subtle. It's not like, well, if you get dropped down. <laughs> It's uh, it that sounded like the uh, the South Park red rendition where they take the piss out of the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> like, but um, yeah, it's 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 per it feels very balanced. You can do loads of trick shots. It's just it's a fun time, dude. So you gotta get on it. You gotta get on it. Me and my cousin Ross, we're a two person team, but we need a third man. So so jump in, jump in. Uh, I'm gonna take a look into it, man. I'm gonna take a look into it. I've been uh, so I've been streaming um, Horizon Zero Dawn for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, saw that. What's what's that game all about? 
So Horizon Forbidden West is the new one that's going to be coming out, I think, this year on the PS5. And it, that's what made me kind of go, right, I need to I need to get my ass in gear and play that first one. So, yeah. so far, what I'm gathering is uh, it's a, it's actually a lot more of an RPG game than I thought. It's like a, it's like a big open-world RPG. Um, basically, you're in the future. You're in the future. Uh, and there's almost been like a, a machine apocalypse where, the, where people have gone back to living in tribes and groups and doing things kind of you know, the, the quote unquote old fashioned way, the old kind of uh, natural way back in the day. And there's still remnants from what they call the metal world, which is like right. technology yeah. and, you know, machines. And instead of wild animals roaming uh, the world, it's these machine animals that roam the world. Yeah. And your job, there's a lot of, uh, some fuckery goes on at the start. Right. You play as a, a woman by the name of Aloy. Her name is Aloy and it's voiced by Ashley Birch, who's like really prolific voice actor. Uh, she's an outcast, so she's an outcast from her tribe. Yep. For again, an unknown reason, the person who raises her is also an outcast. But again, an unknown reason, we don't know why he's an outcast. At least I don't know yet. Yep. Um, and then you you go through that. You grow up. As you grow up, you're decided you want to do this thing called the proving, which is basically a test, a physical test. And anyone that that manages to pass the proving, particularly if they are a, they become what's called a brave, which is someone who's an official member of the the particular tribe that she's okay. a part of. Even if she's an outcast, she all of a sudden becomes a brave, so she's no longer an outcast and can have anything of which she desires. One right. thing. So it's like if she wants answers or if she wants to go and do this, do that, she can get that one thing. And do you as the player get to choose that? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, you you go to the proving. You, you train all your life. She trains from when she's a young girl. She trains from when she's like yeah. 10 years old all the way up until she's an, uh, a grown adult. She, she goes to do the proving. And when she goes to the proving, some fuckery goes down and shit hits the fan. And now you're on the task to try and figure out what's going on. Okay. And I you like encounter, encounter lots of NPCs. You have to f- strategically fight all these different machine an- like machine animals. They all have different weaknesses. There's different stealth approaches you can take. You can go in there all guns blazing. There's loads of different upgrades and weapons you can use, traps and things. Yeah. It's quite a complicated game. Like it's quite quite a steep learning curve. Uh, so I'm still in the process of learning everything about it. But it's got fantastic open world, great graphics. Uh, the characters are all good uh, and enjoyable. They're quite all Everyone's interesting. Yep. Um, the music's fantastic too. So I'm getting right into that. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll report back. Good. I'll report we'll, back we'll with how it's coming on. Let us know. Let us know. I'll let y'all know. <clears throat> I've got a few interesting stories. So um, an 86-year-old sugar mill worker was arrested on suspicion of fatally shooting his boss after his request request to work another year was denied. Say police. Oofed. That's uh, that's dedication to the job, man. I mean, that's one way to to do it, right? I mean, I want to work for another year. No. Okay, cool. Then I'll just shoot you, and then I'll never work again. There you go. What the fuck? That I, someone said that's an interesting retirement plan. So there I you mean, go. There you go. You're certainly retiring to somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it might not be your home. M- maybe he was just hey. like, do you know what, my? He's like, nah, you can't work another year. And he's like, do you know what? I haven't got the pension figured out. I don't have a house to go to. I'll just kill the guy, and uh, there you go. And fuck him. I'll go yeah. to jail. Yep. Good lord. There we go. Did so, he actually end up doing it? He said he was accused. So, is the trial like suddenly? Is it? I I, I think it was kind of. Uh, I think I think it's probably, cut and dry. You know, it, it seems so. Seems so. Yeah. Um, we've got a NYPD says a gun yielding man steals cat litter from Brooklyn store. You know, I kind of feel like 
if you're going to do that. You're just going to to hell with it. Today's the day. You're going to, you know, all these Vice documentaries where they talk about, there's one called How to Rob a Bank. It's a fantastic show. And it tells you about all these situations about how someone can go from just being a normal person to robbing a bank. You know, there's risk, there's reward, there's all these things. Catler, that's going to be like that Michael Douglas film, Falling Down, where you're like, I need my Catler, damn it. I don't, yeah, I don't understand why he's like, yeah, gunpoint's going to be the, that, for the cat litter, yeah, get the gun, go into the, go into Asda, pull the gun on folk, like, what, what do you want, the money in the register, uh, money in the, in, in, in the, the safe in the back, uh, alcohol, is that what you're looking for, medication, nah, cat litter. I want the good shit, so none of that got- cheap Asda smart price shit, yeah. the good stuff, the premium shit, I want whiskers cat litter. So a man stole catler and other items from a Brooklyn store at gunpoint, police said. Uh, the man pulled a handgun from his waistband and started stealing items. The man lifted catler, a fan, t-shirt, and air freshener cans before fleeing. <laughs> Damn, oh, dude. Damn. That's fucking insane, dude. It's not even a huge bag of catler either. It looks like he could have got a bigger bag. Yeah, that's going to last him. Greedy, eh? like, God, that's going to last him like a week. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it, well, it depends how often does cat shit. Well, probably quite a lot if he's waving a gun around the apartment, like, and scared everybody. You're shouting out of the joint, eh? Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? What buy it? God. That is so nuts, man. I, I I wonder what point it has to get to. Maybe he was just playing like too much GTA. Have you ever had that where like you'll just be so? For example. I remember I played so much GTA when I was younger, like when I just started to learn how to drive. And I remember, honestly, like, I... I honestly, I shouldn't even say this. I shouldn't even say this. I played so much GTA, I was on the road. <laughs> and there was, like, a cyclist ahead of me. And honestly, my instinct was just to go... And just, like, veer over. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, no, no, it's, it's real life. I can't just mow down cyclists at will. So... Yeah, thank, thankfully I didn't veer over. But you know when like your head is just so conditioned to playing Grand Theft Auto and just like running people over at high speed. Maybe he was just super tired. Thought he was in Grand Theft Auto. Had one of those moments. I was telling you there was a there was a game that game I played recently. That game Amori that I played. Uh, there was a moment they did that in the game where uh, because you spend half the game in headspace, you spend it in like in the character's mind the other half in the real world there's a moment where the first battle you have in the real world first battle you have yeah he pulls a steak knife out and everyone's like uh what the fuck everyone goes apeshit everyone's like what the fuck are you doing with this knife uh in the real world because and it's he's got, he did it in the dream world in way. the dream world he, that was his weapon he with has the steak to do knife. It. right and then in the real world it's like you forget like you just naturally go oh yeah he's got a knife yeah oh attack with a knife and then everyone goes apeshit and it's like uh are you fucking crazy Dude. and you're like Oh yeah, dreams are dreams are terrifying. Dreams are so strange. You know that theory blows my mind when they go, "What if this is the dream and our dreams are actual life?" It's like, oh, I mean, it's not obviously, but imagine that. How do we know which realm is real? How can you have like these VR experiences when you go to sleep? Yeah, dude, it's so it's that's it, man. You get people that like get to that point where they even like they dissociate and they start living in their dreams. It's nuts, like. Have you ever had a dream where you know it's a dream and you can like control what's happening? Yes, Dude. I've had ones where I've woke myself up. Remember, did I tell you about the one where I got? Uh, did I tell you about the dream I had where I like woke myself up? 
when I got uh, like I got shot in a dream, but like it didn't. You know, normally it gets it ends where yeah. you get shot, and it's like the impact of it. Yeah, like that. It, it didn't end for me. It was like an extra 10, 15 oh, seconds. Oh damn! So you're I just like bleeding myself. out in your dream. Yeah, and I like woke myself. I was weird. The feeling I had was like so. I got shot in like the shoulder, uh, in my right shoulder, and I was like in my in in my head i was like my main concern was did i get shot in the neck or did i get shot in the chest uh and then i looked down and it almost was like do you know how like on in the in like movies and shit you'll see like spaceships and if like or like a plane if like the door flies open on a plane yeah. all of a sudden everything gets sucked out like yep. this vacuum that's what it was like it was almost like a vacuum had opened on my shoulder it was just like all this thing was like Ugh. just like sucking out and i was like holy fuck and then i like in a panic woke myself up i like i decided consciously in the dream okay i'm done and i woke up it was the, so weird there's uh there was a moment where sophie has this thing where she'll play stardew valley and come to bed like a day late you know she'll just like she'll stroll in at like 6 7 a.m or something like that and wonder why she's tired the next day but she strolled in one day and uh, <laughs> so it was a sunny day it was a sunny morning so the sun was already out and it was like absolutely blaring through the window and i'm waking up because she's coming in the room and i think i reached over and like i think i i think i like hit the <laughs> i hit like so the light was off in the room but i think uh i've just i woke up immediately and just pushed the button on the light and she was like what are you doing and i went oh i, th I think i just tried to turn off the sun <laughs> <laughs> dude you need to get those uh the blackout blinds you know the ones that like oh, they got, come down and they yeah. block all light dude that's what you need to get yeah that's pretty cool i will say i had, the, so, I had one of those face masks for a while the, nice nice the blackout face mask you put over your uh your eyes it's like the eye mask yeah. it blacks out all the light and you're just like you can't see anything and it's it they're fucking amazing Dude, she wakes me up every night, man, without fail. It's starting to really grind my gears, right? I can understand, but, you know, because I've, I've, I'm bigger in size now, I tend to snore more, right? So oh, shit. I, Dude, I go snore must be insane. I know. I go to sleep on my back because, like, the thing is, it hurts my shoulders and I don't get a good night's sleep if I go on my side. So I'm sleeping on my back. And the last few times, I've just been woken up literally to this noise. I, I open my eyes and she's like, you just can't sleep on your back. You cannot sleep on your back. <laughs> That's what I wake up to. There's no easing me in. Hey, babe, it's, you know, can you're snoring again. It's just, you cannot sleep on your back. You cannot. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I need oh, to sleep geez. on my side now, so that kind of sucks. But fair enough. I hate that though. I'll sleep on one side and I'll get up the next day and I'm like this. I'm all like crunched up and I'm like, oh, and I have to like pull apart my shoulders and like stretch my neck out because I'm all crunched up. I hate it when like, like you accidentally like you're lying on like your arm or something, and then your whole arm is numb and you've got to wait like two minutes for yes. it to not be. That's so irritating. I wonder like, like what would happen if you didn't wake yourself up. Like what if you got absolute steaming? and slept that way and you just slept for like another 12 hours and it's like oh we're gonna have to amputate your arm because there's no blood going to it for the last day so you know <laughs> say bye to that Imagine i, think, that, I don't dude. know if your body would naturally take over and like do something right but if would you your like body naturally make you roll over well, would you like your yeah, instinct unless you were absolutely steaming that's what God, i'm saying that's terrifying isn't it? it is so um i will say though we were talking about lucid dreams I don't know if you find this, but I when I especially when I was like sort of younger teenager, I remember if I had a dream where there was pish going on, like let's say a demon's chasing me or something, mm -hmm. I would recognize it was a dream 
And I remember literally going to the demon. I was like, right, listen, I know it's a dream. So are you going to let me wake up or not? And he's like, no. Nah. And then I was like, fine, I'll just jump off the balcony and wake up. Holy fuck. Yeah, I'll just taunt myself in these lucid dreams because I know it'll wake me up. That's dark, Dude, that's man. mad. Yeah. That's like, that's like beyond lucid though. That's like, <coughs> you're you're literally controlling the outcomes by asking questions that you would ask in real, that's, whoa, fuck Is that. It, am I alone here in the chat? Has anyone else done this? Is this just a weird thing that I used to do? I will I have, say, I've heard, sorry, you were going to say, Dave. Uh, I, I just, to me, I've always had ones where I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, thank fuck, that wasn't real. Mm. Or weird ones where like weird questions will start, like, like certain shit will happen and you're just like, oh, thank God. I used to have those when I was younger a lot where I was like, oh, thank fuck, that's not real. And it would take me like a couple of minutes to be like, oh, okay, whew. Dude. I would get like anxiety of like waking up late all the time where I would wake up at like I would always wake up at, at like way beyond like way below like so I, if I had to be up at like 9am I'd wake up at like 6am uh, and be like worst. oh my god worst. oh fuck I've missed my alarms I'd look and it's 6am and I'm like oh for fuck's sake I know it's the worst every time I wake up I think I've missed my alarms every every single time if I wake up not by an, not via alarm I'm like oh my god yeah every time every time i've got this other thing where i i like don't want people to know i've fallen asleep for some reason and i don't know why it is but like see if like me and sophie are watching the walking dead right i'll fall asleep she goes are you sleeping i'm like no 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 even though no. i'm totally sleeping like why why is my instinct to go no 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 like why in my evolutionary dna do i not want people to know that i sleep what's with that i think there's a couple of caveats with that. i think one is a if you're like it's always been like if you're in if you're a passenger in the car it's considered like bad to do that like I've, always, I've never I've, like if you're like the passenger oh, right, in the yeah, car, yeah. And, like, it's like considered rude to fall asleep yeah, yeah, when the other yeah. person's driving i've never minded that though like as the driver like now as a driver i don't mind that because i'm more like cool i can just listen to music then i guess so i don't know if i told you about this but one time um so i was driving to bwr and i took sam barber um and so I was driving him down and I was just so shattered. I was so goddamn shattered. He's like, dude, just sleep. It's fine. It's fine. I was like, are you sure? I feel like such an asshole. Are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, no bother, man. So I fall asleep, right? And then I literally wake up and I see him veering off the road. And I'm like, dude, dude, dude. And I'm grabbing the wheel and he's like wrestling the wheel off me. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like literally like pulling the wheel with my might to get him back on the road. And then I came to and realized he was just going round the roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> so from his perspective, I just woke up and went, dude, dude. And I'm just like this this massive guy just grabbing the, the steering wheel and be like, no, we're going off road now, sir. To be fair, though, to you, how often are you not driving? Like, how often are you in a car where you're not the driver? Never nowadays. Exactly. Like, it's been if, uh, that's something I realized as well. Like uh, For me, actually, it's not that bad. Uh, like it's not because I've, I've lived a huge amount of my life being the passenger so it's not a huge yeah. deal but for people that have lived like a long ass time as a driver like for you you've been driving since you were what 17 18 no man like 21 i think 21 oh really yeah yeah even then though it's still over 10 years i'll never forget man like see when i was first learning to drive this is so funny like i was dating this girl in uni i was in like i think fourth year at the time and i'd even at that age you're like 20 
2021 type thing and I, I just learned to drive and she'd driven for like the last you're at uni and you're 20 years old when the fuck did you go to uni <laughs> no it would have been 21 i think turning 21 all oh, right okay so like 18 say, 19 like, 20 20 yeah i was at uni at 14 eh? like, hey. <laughs> skipped ahead like hey it's like mate i was doing my thesis when i first got my pubes mate i <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fucking pure passed the bar exam before i had fucking dick you know, like <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so um i remember <laughs> i remember um so i was i hadn't passed my test yet so my dad had to drive had to sit in the passenger section right and um she was like we were going to some like event that, that she was there and family were there whatever and I remember I was like, oh, I'll pick you up in the car, eh? Like, I'm out for a driving uh-huh. lesson with my dad. So thinking I'm like the bee's boss, even though she'd been driving for like four years, you know. Um, and, and I'm fucking rolling up in the hedger mobile. That's what it was like. That's what it was like, dude. And so she was waiting <laughs> outside the house and I thought, I'll do like, I'll do a fancy park, eh? Like, I'll just roll up. Right? <laughs> and I just like. Dude, just, I'll do one of these sliding parks. Honestly. Eh? I like drifted into space. Dude, in my mind, it was pure like fucking fast and the furious like give me a fast and the furious song what's a song people associate with with fast and the furious oh fuck uh i don't know about a song there's a bunch of quotes though give me a it's quote. funny I, me and a buddy of mine used to just like we used to love the first fast and the furious just because of just how fucking oh do you know what song they always do that one from tokyo drift with the uh it's all in japanese but it's like oh yeah yeah that one so that was playing right and i was like i i'm just gonna pull up eh? i was in the golf gti right so pulled my dad's car right and honestly like (laughs) pulled up actually i didn't even need to park i just needed to stop because she was just gonna run in so she's there in front of the door right come in i was literally like and it just went and just like stalled it like right in front of everyone and then the car started like rolling backwards and i was like ah! and it was just it was one of the most embarrassing things ever and that panic of just like what the fuck did i do i know meanwhile was, your dad just calmly reaches over yeah handbrake that was interesting man like that was one of those relationships i wanted out of like so bad like to, so this is funny i don't think i've ever told you this but so we were staying in um like in a flat in leith um and it was my where my mum my stepdad used to live so yeah. i was i was getting to stay there like was it uni or whatever and um so she was staying with me right this is the first time like i lived with a girlfriend and um, i remember ross you know my cousin ross yeah so he shows up like on you know it was like christmas eve or like something something like it was near new year and and she was like oh but this is this is our house and i was like i was like look it's family i was like look i'm, I'm telling you right now I was like, if my family turn up at the door and they need a place to crash for a couple of nights and you're telling me that can't happen, then, hey, this isn't working it. I'm just telling you now, right? That's odd. So she's like, well, dude, did, she not reala- did she not realize that like, that is, like, a, it, it's your place, but it's also like, that place was yours because it was previously families and it's like you gotta keep the you gotta keep that door open well so so what happened that's bizarre no dude this this is this is this is bad this it gets bad it gets bad so like that's how it starts right and then so i'm like oh he needs to stay here for the wila so a couple of days becomes a couple of weeks Uh and he ends up staying like three months (laughs) you're just like 
oh that is so not on that is just so not on so she's like coming back from work and me and ross are like pew 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 pew, like on the xbox like every night and that like just bellies hanging out like shorts you know just like like just on the sofa (laughs) just pringles cans everywhere oh shit I mean, I'm not going to say that she had some sort of justification, but I mean, oh no, no, still, absolutely. So what happened? How did that eventually? Uh, how did oh, that eventually I don't know if I should uh, tell implode? us. I don't know if I should tell us. So, uh, um, I remember we just we weren't getting on. It was like falling to to bits, you know. And, we still um, living together. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, oh. so she she goes on holiday to like get away from things, and then you know there's probably fault on both sides. And um, I remember, so she goes on this holiday with all of her pals, and like I was like, oh, maybe I should just tell her now. So she can enjoy her holiday, you know, and just like <laughs> that's a terrible just, idea. No, but dude, if we're not gonna be together, who cares? You know, like I mean, fair enough. But then imagine you do that, like, and then she's like, next day, off to Bagaloo. <laughs> well, that's what it was like, right? And oh, so she's shit. there. So she goes, and I'm like, oh, I just don't know. I'm getting like advice and all that. And then she posted up a picture on Facebook that was her, but like like 10 jacked guys like abs like poking at everyone i was like ah i'll tell her when she gets back you know that's probably best (laughs) awful (laughs) terrible 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 oh fuck (sighs) i'll tell you what man i'll tell you what i do want to mention so we were uh talking about games earlier a game that we just played recently actually uh was uh what remains of edith finch oh what a game what a game that game was beast dude you know what disturbed me though like i can't like oh the level where oh i don't want to give it away i don't want to give it away like folks if you haven't played this game like it's not so much a game it's more like an experience you know it's like it's i don't want to put it over too much but it's only two hours long but it's 15 quid but it's worth every penny it is one of the most creative games that i've ever seen or played and we played through it in a wonder and there was one funny bit because there's a bit where let's just say there's a tentacle grab someone right and then we're playing the game and this tentacle creature thing gets like shot off into the abyss like and it becomes like a speck like so far into the distance it's like a speck on the screen and we're like oh i wonder what that means and da da and it turned out it was a glitch that was like never meant to happen (laughs) we were like oh that's so creative how it just goes flying into the universe eh? like oh i can't believe it eh? like just these these independent artists and that they're so creative fantastic game though like really good it's like it's something I'm, I'm starting to get into i'm starting to like take a look into more independent stuff and see kind of what uh what can be done and see kind of where, where games are going that was i think what remains of Vita finch was one of the, like the first really like breakout quote-unquote walking simulators people call them i uh, won't i won't give any details but the bath level yeah, disturbed that me. Was, oh, that was horrible. That was, dis- I, that was almost too much. I almost had to stop playing. They did a I great knew, job of building it. Yeah, because you knew what was coming. Away, and it, building it. Yeah, and we've talked oh. about it. We've talked about it before. Like, the, it's horror is at its most chilling where horror is not supposed to be. So it's like yes. all very jovial and all that. And then it's just, oh, that was, that was bold. That section. That was bold. Yeah. They do a great job of making you want to, like, you start questioning everything from the start of the game. You start kind of, from the very beginning, you're like, what's this? What does that mean? You know, and you're reading into everything. And there's, like, a ton of contextual clues that are everywhere. The game is very, it's it's super well written in such a way that 
everything makes sense everything lines yeah. up and so, when you actually analyze it after the fact you go oh that lines up perfectly with that because of this and yeah that's oh, brilliant Fantastic yeah we had game. some interesting theories on it but if you uh, if you fancy playing an amazing game go check that out go check that out. so yeah what else has been happening dave not much man just a lot of uh a lot of training a lot of uh still streaming pretty still streaming regularly trying to get uh trying to I'm not really looking to to hit any major milestones with streaming. I'm just kind of looking to just keep doing it. It's kind of yeah. good. I get to kind of dissociate and take away from a bit and like just let my head yeah, just chill. It's streaming does get addictive, doesn't it? It's like it's uh, it's it's it, there's something about it. It's for there was a while where when I started streaming, I found it very difficult to get excited about just playing games regularly. I don't know if you ever find that. It's weird. I almost have a uh, the same thing where it's like I almost feel like things need to be. I'm at this stage now where I'm not so much worried about. I'm able to. I'm able to take away that idea of like, oh, I can play a game and then, like, whenever you try and play a game without it being content, right? Where it's like, oh, I need to make. I can make content with this. Yeah. Now I'm at a point where it's like that doesn't seem like such a huge stretch. Like I can play a game for content but still enjoy it. Mm. Like I'm not trying to put on a performance as much now. Like I'm not that worried about oh it needs to be interesting, it needs to be like entertaining. It's like I'm just going to play this game. I'm going to make my comments and I'm going to talk about it as I play through. Uh and I'm going to, you know, I'll discuss things with chat and just do my thing and if people enjoy it, they enjoy it. If not, you know, there's millions of other streamers out there. Uh it's one of those situations where that's starting to be kind of cool. I'm starting to I'm starting to really be able to take some of the the mental pressure off of streaming where it's like I can use it as a getaway and just chill, yeah. you know? Do you remember it's the awesome. days when um, we were in um, you and Spare Room? They were using that as like the studio. And I think yeah. we had a green screen, didn't didn't we? We had a yeah, green we screen, did, yeah. and we it's were playing. Yeah, and we were playing um, the 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 Super Nintendo Mini. Yeah. We got good numbers doing that as well. Like it's, uh, it was quite interesting, man. And we were just playing like what we were doing, like Mario Kart and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that was fun. Like, those, I, I look back on those days fondly, man. I do. I think about that stuff and I go, uh, like certain games are, are fun for that. Like I've said before, where like I'll play like a Super Metroid randomizer and you'll start getting like speedrunners popping in or people that race the game and stuff popping in, and you're just like, holy shit, like because there's people that do that they'll they find games that they really like and they'll find people that have played it for the first time and there is something to that it's very strange like when i was younger i never used to think uh i was like oh i, I would never watch someone else play a game but it wasn't until i, used to I be started, the same yeah yeah i was started watching for uh it was after last of us 2 i was like man i wonder if other people felt the same way i did or what's the general right so you you kind of wanted to see key moments like unfolding for the first time yeah, and see kind of like what's their what thoughts. They am I, to, yeah. yeah, am I crazy for thinking this, or did they notice something I didn't? Uh, and that's that's one there where I was, and then I started being like, "It's actually not bad. This is kind of fun." And uh, I will. It's a way to just sort of chill. Yeah, I will say I uh, I tried to play Red Dead again. I'm really trying, and it just doesn't hit the same as the first one. Like, it's weird because I feel like I know what's coming and the Arthur that I'm going now, it just doesn't feel real. And I know it's not real, but the first time I played it, it just, I was so invested. Whereas now, it's almost like, you use the word disassociation. Like, it feels like a disassociation. Like, it feels like what I do with this Arthur will have no moral consequence. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Like, I always do that now. So I do that now where... I'll because I revisit if a game really uh, if a game really kind of 
if I get taken in by a game and I, I really enjoy it and I really enjoy the experience, I'll I'll keep revisiting it or I'll revisit certain things or I'll keep playing through. And one of the things I've started doing more is really taking stock of how it felt the first the time first I played. Time, yeah. Right. So I don't. It's so, almost chasing the dragon, isn't it? It'll never be like the first time. It'll never I, be like and, the first time. And that's the thing. I. That's the cool thing with streaming, though, is now because I'm I'm just playing games I want to play. Like for me, Horizon Zero Dawn. The only reason I'm finally playing it now is because Horizon Forbidden West is getting hyped up, and yeah. there's all the new stuff. There's all the like the trailers coming out and the gameplay footage coming out, and I I don't want to watch it yet. Yeah. Until I've played this, yeah. so I'm now going. Well, I need to play through this to then get to yeah, that. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And so I'm just playing games I want to play, and I'm experiencing them for the first time like for a lot of people horizon zero dawn i think came out in 2017 right so like for a lot of people it's an old game yeah but for me it's like well that was like me with that was like me with red dead one and the last of us oh red dead i just played them in lockdown like last year yeah i had like because red dead 2 like you and i would have had such different experiences going through it i actually i will say there were things about the combat in red dead red dead one that i preferred What, what sort of stuff i can't remember exactly i just remember thinking oh this is pretty slick Red Dead One is still something about it. Fantastic! It today. does, it does, like, it really does. Re- especially the especially the Mexico section. I feel it's, oh. a sh- it's a shame that's not in the in Red Dead Two. It's so perfectly done in that. Like I was just seeing this the other day, where uh, when you first go to Mexico and they play that Jose Gonzalez song, uh, yeah, yeah, far away, and it's the sunset, and it's just John it's riding the horse slowly going through. And it's just it, the song will play up until the sun's completely set. Yeah, and it's just so perfect. There's no enemies. There's no. It's just him riding through, kind of effectively riding into the sunset. It's just it's brilliantly done for a game that came out in 2010. Especially oh, from Rockstar. Dude, that's insane. Like, do you remember the the bit with the snow at the end? Like the journey on the horse, like through the snow. That as well got me. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Because for me, I played Red Dead 2, then Red Dead 1. So I experienced Aye. the franchise in sequential order. And I actually, I will, and there are not, no spoilers, but I actually, uh, I don't want to give it away, but the, the leader of the gang, as, as one would say, I found his sections a little bit flat because Red Dead 2... Oh, builds do, things do you know so what big. do you know what let's just don't listen to me for the next minute uh, all right if, here we go we're gonna spoilers. do a, so a, a spoiler count. section yep spoilers yep. in five four three two one final warning if you haven't played red dead one or two you need to get the fuck out of here right now so to me and i'm not going to say what happens still but the sections with dutch to yeah. me were a little underwhelming because in red dead one he's like a character whereas in red dead 2 he's like the character you know what i mean and i think but i i do find it interesting if uh, i'd love there to be a red dead 3 but i just feel like i'm i'm scared about the future of rockstar because it just seems they're making so much money with gta 5 why make a gta 6 you know and i just think like is there going to be a red dead 3 you know yeah Uh, i mean there has to be i've said this before what era would it be in their money comes from gta but their heart and soul is in yeah that's a good is, point is in red made. dead for me like red dead so there's so many fan servicey things in red dead 2 that you didn't that never even like just went straight over your head yeah that were so great like so like some examples are obviously we, we find when we first meet john i was like oh yeah. shit that you're just like oh who's this guy uh, I know. and then obviously like, like the man. scars on his face 
I was like, oh shit, that's those scars. Uh, again, there's stuff I found in like just random throwaway things, like finding the letter to Bonnie McFarlane on the beach. Yeah. One of the best things for me because I was like, oh fuck, I knew who that was and I knew what the what uh, the situation regarding her was, and it was like, oh my god. Whereas for you, you just saw that and been like. Who's that? Dude, Red Dead 1. It was that's there are a few PS1 games that hold up surprisingly well. Red Dead 1 held up brilliantly, but The Last of Us is in my opinion actually superior to The Last of Us 2. I think that uh I think Last of Us as a Last of Us 1 as a whole package is the better game. Is it fair is it fair to say that the PS3 is a highly underrated console. Yes. Because let's go through it, right? On the PS3, you've got like MGS4, you even had MGS5. I know MGS5 had its storyline problems, but to do that on the PS3... MGS5 had a lot of problems. It did. It's a shame. It was actually Cody Rhodes brought this point up, but he was saying it's a shame about the story of MGS5 because the gameplay is actually perfect. And it is. I think gameplay is fun, but there's a lot of stuff that's like, people were like... uh, It makes me laugh, though. There's a lot of... Uh, the the meme now going about is when games are, quote, political, right? Right. And uh, that's kind of the meme now. And then obviously it's like uh, people going... It's like The Last of Us 2, people are like, yeah. nah, Abby's unrealistic. There's no way you could have a jacked up See, woman in the See, she's not, because if, if Ronda Rousey was running around, she'd be achieving the same thing, you know? Like, yeah. like the thing is about her is she's a believable female protagonist yep. in my opinion i liked it i liked it a lot but they go uh but they're like mgs5 they're like nah but quiet like that's completely realistic eh? like she I breathes know. through her skin in that eh? so it's like she used to just have her tits out all the time and it's like <laughs> what <laughs> yeah people think it's the idea that people justify that but then go nah abby's unrealistic do you know what it's the problem like- with mgs5 is it's the opposite of timeless so what happens I- is everybody's like oh everybody's day in open world we should day open world and it's like no yeah. you shouldn't no you absolutely should not because it just it makes the storyline weak like can you imagine if metal gear solid one two or three was an open world game it would suck dude i'll tell you this i'll tell you this right now i honestly think that the obsession with open world and battle royales and all this stuff that come you know because obviously the game game yeah. industry goes through these periods yep. honestly the most underrated thing in the video game industry now is a solid linear story yep a solid linear narrative story like i honestly think uncharted 4 is a masterpiece yeah uncharted 4 is a fucking masterpiece and it came out in 2016 ps4 that was ps4 it was the first uncharted right. it was the first uncharted on ps4 right uh the first three uncharted were fantastic first three were really good uh you know if not a bit you know swashbuckling and action yeah. movie-ish and you know but good fun yeah the fourth one the influence from the last of us was insane so right. you had uncharted 3 was 2011 last of us was 2013 and then 2016 was Uncharted 4. Right. And the difference was insane. And it's a linear, story-driven action game. Great fun. And it's like, do you have any... And it had little open areas, but nothing... It kept you pretty much on rails. And I think this idea of, oh, everything needs to be a choice, and we need multiple choice this, and we need to have a, a yeah. customizable more, character that. More isn't always more. Exactly, man. Like, 
uh, if they'd have been like, aye, you can uh, customize what Joel looks like in Last of Us 1, I'm like, it's it like, would have taken up. away yeah. so much of the impact yeah. of what that character is supposed to be. I like, will say, I will say, I'm going to go into another spoiler section here. You okay. know what happens at the end of Metal Gear Solid 5, don't you? Yeah. Okay. So, folks, I'm going to talk about the end of Metal Gear Solid Okay, 5. so again, spoiler warning, people. If you have not played it and you want to, Go and play it. So we will talk about it for about three minutes, and that's your warning. So five, four, three, two, one. The thing is a shame. I honestly feel like, you know, when you're writing, an, you know, when you've got like an essay to hand in the next day. Yeah. And like you spend the last hour just tidying everything up. Mm-hmm. It feels like Metal Gear Solid Five got submitted before that part. It feels like there were so many parts that could have made that game great that were just missing. So, yeah, what made the end? I I didn't like the ending. Obviously, a lot of people didn't like it. But one thing that made it very clever was at the very start of the game, it tells you to pick an avatar and you create like a create a character section so you're literally at the very start of the, the game the doctor goes basically oh what do you look like what's your name blah 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 and you put in, put in all these details right and then it never mentions it again never yeah it's true so and then you just go on as solid snake right or snake sorry like as you know well let's say venom snake and it even says venom snake it tells you and then at the end of the game you look in the mirror and you've got the face that you chose at the start of the game. And it's like, duh, you picked the face at the start yeah. of the game. So it's actually very clever. It told you the ending right at the start of the game, but you just forget about it. And it's actually it's- quite genius because that has been the biggest plot hole in the Metal Gear Solid series is how can Snake just die twice? How can he die twice? Yeah. Whereas that's why, because there's a fake one, Venom Snake. And it was like, that was so goddamn clever. But the execution was a zero. Like, the execution was just like... And have you seen what was meant to be the last cutscene? No, I haven't. Dude, there's a whole section. There is a section that's 15 minutes with Snake and and Liquid at the end of Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you what. I'll bring it up on the screen right now and we can chat as we go. But I'll just, for context here, just while we can chat about this. So, MGS5 uh, missing cutscene that's uh, the phone going off let me just answer sorry folks i'm just uh recording the podcast he does indeed he does indeed okay right love you bye the dog does need dog food she's getting dog food it's all taken care of people it's all taken care of and so the missing cutscene at the end now we did say we would uh, talk about it for a few minutes but look at this 18 minutes long Jesus Christ. 18 minutes long, dude. This was meant to be the last cutscene. And you have a big section with you and Liquid. It annoys me when people go like, oh, mate, fucking Naughty Dog Pure make games that are just movies, eh? And I'm like, uh, and everyone's like, I bet Kojima, eh? Like, he's the tits. Meanwhile, fucking 18-minute cutscene. Fucking hell. Dude, I, I love it for that, though. Absolutely love it for that. I've not put. Oh, here's another thing. See, because it's so open ended. Like, I didn't get the dog. I did not have the dog throughout the entire game. I just didn't get the dog. <laughs> There's a mission you're meant to do where you get the dog, and I just skipped it for. Like, I didn't get it. So he's like an integral part of the game, and I just didn't didn't get it. Damn. And it's like I don't like things like that. It's like in um, Breath of the Wild when I basically soft lock myself out the game. 
because you need these berries to survive the winter sections. And I picked them all and just used them for health at the start because I didn't know anything about them. And they don't come back. They do not come back until that section is over. So oh, it's really? Like, yeah. So you just fucked? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Do, do you know what, though? Do you know what? Controversial opinion. I fucking love shit like that. I love uh, anything where... What was I playing? I can't remember what I was playing. Uh... And they go, we don't mind. I think it was Hollow Knight, actually. It's Hollow Knight where the the developers went, yeah, we don't mind if people don't see everything from the game. They're like, we're going to make so much content and create so many different things that if someone misses something, that's okay. Because it's their experience. Yeah. I love when you can do that. Like, I love finding, I love games that constantly are like the gift that keeps on giving, right? Yeah. So talking about Red Dead, here's one for Red Dead that I just read about the other day. I just found out literally like two days ago. Dutch in Red Dead 2 actually rehearses all of his speeches all of his big speeches you can right. find you can find notes around like some of the camps like outs, outs on the outskirts of some of the camps and you can find letters and it's of his speeches that's and interesting it even, it even says where he's going to take a pause everything it literally is like his speech written down scripted from like every moment of like the hmm. big speech he's going to do it's fucking crazy and it's like someone goes i'll tell you what see if we search long and hard enough we could probably find him somewhere like rehearsing it and i was like damn red dead's been out for you know three years that game's been out nearly three years and we're still finding people are cool still shit. finding stuff yeah it's, it's nuts dude like there's so much in that game that's it's it's a uh, again it just goes to show that rockstar can do it they can make games that are that have that heart and soul especially like i've seen like red dead one as well 2010 it's like they were red dead one was a huge departure from gta 4 mm. at the time uh and for them to have those moments those quiet moments of like again john riding the horse into mexico with just that kind of nice calm song playing uh it's just it's such it was such a ballsy move for them to do yeah when you consider that they're what they were known for was like driving down the road in a fucking sports car, blasting the radio and shooting guns and stuff. And it's like, here's these quiet moments, like narrative tools like that. I've always appreciated. Um, Naughty Dog does a great job of it. Like last of us one has this great thing where if you pay attention to it, every single time there's a big moment in the story, like a huge story beat yeah. immediately you get thrust into something else. Yeah. It doesn't let you, it, cause it tells you, you need to absorb it. Yeah. And it's like, it's a great tool uh, narratively. Like I think last of us one is as close to a perfect game as you can get. Yeah. yeah we've said that before, of course. No denying it's, that. Man. It's so perfect. Like they're going to be, they're doing. A, apparently, they're doing a remake of it or a reboot or something. Uh, and I'm not sure what the plan is. Hmm. Uh, I'm really worried. I'm I mean, worried I don't feel it. the gameplay needs improved. See, I don't think so. I, I think if you're going to improve it, just place the gameplay from the second game onto the first one. It's like Final Fantasy. It's like just change the graphics. That's it. Yeah, just change Final the graphics. Fan Final Fantasy Seven. Like, did it need a remake? Oh, I've heard and, about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to play this at some point, man. I'm going to have to play it. I'm going to yeah, have to do it. Yeah, like, I don't know if it needs... Is that on PC yet? Uh, I'm not sure. Do I know people check? really enjoyed it, though. Like, it won quite a lot of a Game yeah. of the Year awards. Like, I know a lot of people did enjoy uh, the remake, but there's a lot of... Uh, Controversy, shall we say. Uh, let's just Controversy. say... Controversy. Let's just say they kind of... 
let's say let's just say they kind of avengers endgame themselves a little bit yeah let's just call it that there's a lot of decisions that are made where they're they kind they kind of lost their balls just a tad mm-hmm. you know have the you know what i mean have the balls to st- to stand by oh, your i convictions. agree i agree and it's, Dude, it's huge moments in the story are 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 changed or altered in a way uh that and it makes me respect things like naughty dog even more for having the balls to go no nah, this do is what, what they did. did yeah like to me i've always said like you know you you need to have you need to have your darkness you need to have your your lightheartedness yeah. and you need to have your different opposites right yeah the way that certain things happen in last of us 2 can't go can't go another way they can't no. go any other way because no, of the way that things are done in say red dead 2 yeah you have what everybody wants for last of us 2 we've already seen a year a couple of years earlier in red dead 2 and it's like are we really going to is that all we're going to do is we just all our games are going to be this 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 all good and everything winds up perfect it's like yep. it's not it's not realistic true i'll tell you what dude well why don't we end it there we've had, we've had a good old chat about games we've got yeah. another good episode in the can there let's let's call it there and we'll continue this next time dave where can they get you on uh, twitch you can catch me on twitch at twitch.tv slash dave conrad awesome all right folks thanks for listening and we shall see you next time